We need to thank God and to give God praise. Amen. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person as well as our live stream service uh, on this second Sunday of September as we hope and pray that we can all get back to church. Amen. Just to give God praise and glory. We know sometimes the rain that falls a little bit, it holds people up, it slows them down just for a minute, but they'll be in here a little later. Amen. I know we struggle sometimes being on time, amen, and doing what we need to do. But how many of you know that when your heart is right and you're coming into the house of the Lord, that God will fix it, amen? Did anybody come to be blessed this morning? The Bible says in Psalm 96, 1 to 4, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord and bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day and declare his glory among the heathens, wonders among all people, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Why don't you stand on your feet this morning? Because we know can nobody do me like Jesus.
have in Jesus. All of our sins and griefs to bear. Here it is on this another Sabbath day. He gives us an opportunity in which to praise him. Let us pray. When morning gilds the sky, my heart awakening cries. May Jesus Christ be praised. Like a work and prayer, to Jesus I repair. May Jesus Christ be praised. Our Father and our God, angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you. And we find that you are our friend. So, Lord, as we approach your throne this morning, we thank you for this, another opportunity in which to come before you to say thank you. Thank you for last night's lying down, and thank you for waking us up this morning. I know it was raining and it was slippery, but, Lord, you saw fit for a few of yours to get here. And, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for those that are listening live stream. We thank you for the hearts that are gathered. We ask that you touch them from breast to breast and from heart to heart. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done for us, not only in the past, but what you're doing in the present and what you will do in the future. We thank you right now, Father God, for this church, a church that stands on a hill with its light on. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless it with those Christians and those souls that are looking for what must I do to be saved. So, Lord, as we come forward this morning with holy hands lifted, we ask that you bless our pastor as he brings forth your unadulterated word. We ask, Father God, you touch him from his head to his toes. Anoint him afresh. Somebody, somebody. Somebody needs a word from the Lord. So, Lord, we're going to be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and glory. But yet, we go into the house of bereavement and we ask your prayers and your guidance and your strength. Help us to remember the good times. Help us to be here for those that need us. And, Lord, we'll be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. And now, Father, we ask a special blessing upon our children. Father, they don't know yet how much they're going to need you. Some are learning, others are paused, but Father, you know the cause. So, Lord, as we go forward in this service, we just ask that you bless the music, bless the word, and bless all that has been said and all that has not been said. And we'll be careful to give you praise, honor, and glory. For it's in Jesus' name that we do pray. Let all say amen. 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 Let us remain standing this morning for our responsive scripture reading, which is considered justification. It's on the screen before you. Therefore, 
being justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, whom also we have access by faith into this grace and in this name, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in the tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet per adventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now receive the atonement. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Altogether,
Let's give the Lord some praise. How many of you know that the Lord will make a way somehow? Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. We're going to ask if Sister Tisha McLaren, if she'll come, and she's going to give us our official welcome. Let's welcome Sister Tisha. Amen. Second Baptist in Florence. Good morning, good morning. Do we have any first time visitors in house with us today? Do you mind standing? Awesome. So we love to greet and welcome our in house visitors as well as those online. We are pleased to have you here today. We're happy that you chose to join us. And we pray that the word that Pastor will bring forth today will be a blessing to your lives, for those on, online as well. If you're in the area again, we'd be more than happy to have you with us. We, are, we have a saying here, the first time you're a visitor, the second time you're a family. Have a blessed day. Church, say amen. 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 We want to thank Sister Tisha for sharing with us. And for those of you who are visiting, those of you who are visiting here for the first time, as Sister Tisha said, we welcome you. Those who uh, haven't been here for a while in the back, God bless you. We are happy to have each and every one of you. Amen. 
you know, we uh, had asked on this day that if we can get folks get back to church, amen, it's a, it's a blessing. You know, the pandemic did something to us. It, it changed us a little bit. It changed us in terms of uh, our daily routine, especially on Sunday, about getting up in the morning, getting ourselves together, amen, and getting your hair all did up and ready to come to church. And, and so, but we need to get back, amen. God calls us to be present in his house, that we are to assemble ourselves together. Uh, and it does make a difference when we are here together as God's Holy Spirit uh, comes in and it just magnifies when we are here, amen. Uh, the music is different in-house than it is on live stream, amen. And so we thank God for live stream. Uh, we have those who are, uh, cannot make it in, those who are sick, those who are shut in or uh, dealing with um, some other type of situation that's going on. Uh, so we thank God for you as well. We uh, want our church to remember, you know, our church theme for 2023 is that we are together in Christ. Amen. We are together in Christ. Uh, our scholarship ministry still has a couple of seats left for the Moses play that's going to take place at the Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster. That is coming up on Thursday, October the 5th. So if you desire to go and you need to get in there and get that taken care of, just reach out to any of the members of our scholarship committee. I'm sure that they would love having you. We're going to have a great time, a great fellowship. And uh, after we see the play, uh, we have a smorgasbord that we go to. We're going out on a, uh, a big bus. And so uh, please make sure that you see either Sister Sherry or Sister Stacy Marshall, amen, to make sure that you sign up. We also want to say thank you to each of you who gave on last Sunday for our Maui Relief Fund, amen, to bless and to help those uh, in need. You know, almost every week now, almost every day, you turn on the news or the TV, there's some disaster or something going on somewhere. But this is the time that we're living in, amen. And so we just want to say thank you for your donations on last Sunday for the Maui Relief Fund. We're totaling everything up, and uh, we want to be a blessing to those uh, who have gone through such a difficult time and, and tragedy uh, there over in Maui. Amen. Again, we thank God on this uh, Back to Church Sunday that uh, you have taken the time to come out and to share with us. We also want to let you know that our feeding ministry to the Chosen 300 Ministries of Philadelphia is going to take place on Wednesday, September the 20th. Uh, we are not going to go down as usual, and uh, but we are going to be sending food down uh, so that those who are hungry will be able to eat. Uh, we do need some additional cooks on that Wednesday, so uh, please reach out to either Sister Hamlin or Sister Yvonne Boyd if you are able to help uh, prepare some of the food then for our feeding ministry. Also want to let you know that on the last Sunday of this month is our 116th church anniversary. Amen. Uh, you probably have received uh, in your e-blast or by email uh, that we have a, a great celebration that morning. It's going to take place at 1030 a.m. right here. Uh, we are asking uh, everyone to uh, to give $116 representing the years that we have here that God has blessed us with as a special donation on that day. So please make sure that we are prepared to do so. Amen. 
Since the pandemic, we have changed the way that we take up our tithes and our offerings. We have three ways that we give here at the church. Uh, one, for those of you who are in person, we have a offertory box that is located at the back of the church. So please, before you leave today, you know, we put no pressure on you. Just deposit. God knows what we, what we do. And so uh, please deposit your tithes and your, or your offerings uh, in the back of the church. For those of you who are watching online, just to click on the tithe and the giving button, you can give your tithes and your offerings there, or you can mail it into the church. So we thank God in advance for your giving, realizing that everything that we have, it comes from the Lord. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity for us to give as you speak to our hearts, Lord God, in our giving. Lord, that as we get ready, when we leave this place today, God, that we will be mindful of all of what you have done in our lives thus far. And Lord, that we will give generously, Lord God, realizing that you have placed us here, that we might be a blessing to those who stand in need of a blessing. We ask, God, that you would bless both the gift and the giver, bless those that gave, and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, God, help us to be mindful, to be good stewards of everything that you have given us, so that we may reach out unto this world, Lord God, that this church may be a blessing to those in need. For we ask these things in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray that the church say, Amen. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Barbara Walker as she comes and blesses us in song. Praise the Lord. feel like praising him this morning. The Lord gave me a beautiful, telling pastor this morning, beautiful opportunity to see my grandmother the other night. She's going on to glory, but she looks so good. Giving me a message. I'm asking God to help reveal it so that I may do the right thing in his understanding and his own time. So I thank God for that. She looks so beautiful. How many of you have seen a loved one, has dreamt of a loved one, seen their face and seen how they talk to you? Also, he allowed me to see my sister in the same dream. And I kept calling, where's Patsy? Where's Patsy? She was like a mother to me. So I feel like praising him this morning. I came in praising, crying and praising because God let me see my grandmother and my sister. So let's praise him this morning. Come on. Woo! Hallelujah. I'm proud to be a soldier this morning in the army of the Lord. I'm going to take you back to my grandmother's church where we used to sing these songs. Come on. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I got my weapons on in the army of the Lord. I got my weapons on in the army. Yeah, I'm 
Sometimes the Lord allows us to go through a small travail to remember that our faith shouldn't just be automatic, it should be heartfelt. So I want to thank the Lord for that. He laid something on my heart, and I was not scheduled to pray today, but the Lord had me here. But there is one other thing I do want to say. You know, it's so good seeing up here, a powerful prayer. It's not the person praying that's powerful. It's the God that we are praying to. And this powerful prayer is that we know that God answers prayer. So I just, it's always something that's kind of stuck in my heart, and I just wanted to get that out. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble seeing this. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. One reason why I love this pastor. What comes out of his mouth, I know is from God, because I know his heart. And I know he doesn't, and he goes cliff notes to make his sermon. He seeks the Lord's will. And no matter what it is, he brings it forth. I love all four of our pastors. These men are dedicated to God. And in a world that is just filled with crime, hate, greed, anger, this is an oasis. And Pastor, I, I went away for two Sundays, and I got to tell you, this is an oasis. This is where anyone who knows the Lord needs to come. I can't hug anyone on that screen. I can't have a conversation with anyone on that screen. But when I'm here, I can be with my brothers and my sisters. I can encourage others, and others encourage me. And this is just a great opportunity to praise the Lord. Father, I give you thanks for the opportunity to come before your throne today, representing our congregation here. We love you, Lord. We wouldn't waste our time being here if it wasn't not so. And I know there are those online, and I know there are those who are sick, and we're able to take advantage of the service online as we do. But Father, there is just nothing better than being here in the house of the Lord, praising you in song in prayer, and in worship. I bring before you now our pastors. And Father, I ask that they would always be bold. I always tease Pastor Hamlin about I'd like him to roar like thunder when giving the word. It's power. It's life. It's belief. It's faith justified. But every one of us that are here, either online or in this building, there is a reason for the word that's going to be given today. It touches us in some way. It will either correct our path or embolden us to go further. And Father, I just thank you that this is an oasis that we can come to 
and be refreshed. We give you thanks in the worthy name of Jesus as I give this prayer to the great I Am. Amen. I'm standing here wondering which way to go. So much confusion in this world below. Oh, <laughs> 
some praise. I don't believe he brought you this far to leave you. Anybody believe that today? I said, does anybody believe that today? 
God's got your back. What a mighty God that we serve. With every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we have come into this place. We have gathered in thy name. Lord, we need to hear a word from you. Father God, in these troubling times in which we are presently living, Lord, we realize that we can't make it on our own. The Lord will make a way somehow. And so God, it is my prayer this morning, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of sin, Lord, we pray that upon your word coming forth, someone will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Deke Smith, I'm going to ask you to take some of this reverb out of the mic for me, please. And as he's doing that, we want to thank God for our musicians and songstress, amen, for today. And thanking God for Pastor Paul and the great gift that God has given him in his fingers, amen. Brother Chris on the drums and Sister Barbara singing from the depths of her soul and Sister Nisha, Sister Hamlin and assisting in song and Deacon Smith handling our AV needs upstairs. Amen. All I can say is, what a mighty God that we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You may have missed our Bible study this past week. And if you missed it, I, I want to encourage you to set aside some time. We have Bible study on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. So we would invite and encourage you to join with us, and God just moves in such a mighty way. In that Bible study this past Wednesday, we had an awesome discussion on the importance of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how important it is for us to share this life-giving message to those who are around us, amen. The truth is, I, I want to tell you, I believe that we are quickly coming to the end of the age, Amen. That God, by his spirit, is drawing a line in the sands of time and is calling mankind to make a decision, either for him or against him. Because we're seeing a great harvest of souls uh, in third world countries today, and, but we're also seeing a great falling away in all of the Western cultures, including the United States, where many are falling away. I believe that God is systematically being removed from society and being replaced by the secular belief that man can eventually correct his own mistakes and ways. And so God is giving us an assignment. And our assignment is to plant or to plant the seed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the word that I want to share with us today that's found in the Gospel of Mark in the fourth chapter, beginning at verse 21 and reading through verse 29, the NIV version, Mark shares really two parables, the parable of the lamp and the light and the parable of growing 
the seed of Jesus Christ. Will you be so kind to stand with us this morning as we stand in reverence as we read God's word. Listen, if you will, to the word that is recorded there. For the word of God says that he said to them, do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand. For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed. And whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. He also said that this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, and though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. Where it says, as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell him you can make a difference. Tell him this morning that you can make a difference. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. How many of you really believe that you can make a difference? I ain't hear from you this morning. I said, how many of you really believe that you can make a difference? You know, there's a story told about a man who was walking along the beach one morning. And ahead of him was a young boy who was walking along, and he was picking up starfish that were scattered all over the beach. And he was throwing them back into the sea. And the man was watching him, and he asked the boy, why are you doing that? The boy replied that if I don't throw them back, to where they belong, they will die. And the man said, but there are so many, you'll never be able to put them all back into the ocean. And he said, do you really think it makes a difference? And the boy picked up another starfish and he tossed it into the sea and he answered and said, it makes a difference to this one. Church, if you make a difference, and only one life saved for Christ, I want to tell you, you've made a difference. Amen? You may never know how many other lives that you've touched. Mark lets us know in his text, in verse 21, that the harvest, you and I witnessing to others to receive and accept Jesus Christ, that it requires light. Because without life, there's no growth. And so verse 21 of this text 
says this. He said to them, do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand. Amen. And you see, the lamp that Jesus is talking about is a light source. Amen. It's the source of illumination. Somebody say Holy Spirit. You see, the light is to have a spiritual revelation. I was looking over in the Gospel of John in the first chapter in verse 4 and 5, and it says this. That in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. That the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. You see, Jesus Christ, church, is the light. And he has made known to us the gospel. Amen. And church, we should never hide Jesus. We should put him up on the lampstand for everyone to see. In the way that we live our lives, that we are putting then Christ up on the light stand if we are following him. You all remember that the Apostle John said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, that I will draw all men to myself. Speaking of Jesus. You see, the light of the world can't illuminate the darkness unless we lift him up. Amen? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 and 33, listen to what it says. Amen? That therefore whoever so confesses before me, men, him I also will confess before my Father who is in heaven. Amen? But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Church, let your light shine. Amen? Verse 22 of the text says that not all things concerning Christ have been revealed, but yet it will be. Amen? Listen to 422. It says that for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed. And whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. Amen, somebody. And it's the same with sowing seed or us witnessing for the Lord. It may appear that the seed falls into the ground and is hidden. And you may see it, never see it again. Amen. But how many of you know this morning that the Holy Spirit is working on it? That which lies dormant even right now. Amen. Because when you plant the seed of the gospel in the lives of others, you may not see it at work. But it will be revealed to that person, and it will be revealed through that person. Amen? Because when the gospel is sown, there comes a point of the truth of it, and it becomes obvious to you. When you turn your heart and your life over to the Lord and begin to do the things that God is asking you to do, you begin to grow in knowledge. You begin to grow in discernment and in wisdom. And I share this with our Bible study group all the time. I thank God that they sacrifice the time to come to learn more about God. Because as they give themselves up to God to learn more, God begins to bless them in a mighty way. Amen. And this seed that we're talking about sowing, it doesn't mean that everybody's going to accept Christ at some point. Because there are some who will reject him. Amen. And they're going to reject them because their heart has become hardened to receive him. I've had many people tell me, 
Pastor, you know, I believe what you're saying is true, but I'm just not ready to change my lifestyle. Amen, somebody. Truth is, some folks are not going to respond to you all. But we still have to sow the seed. Amen, somebody. And this seed that we're sowing, it is a simple seed. It's a simple message. And the message is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. And church, if we remain faithful to sow, guess what will happen? Increase will come. Amen. Now, I want you to see something else, that we're not to waste our time arguing with people who resisted and denied the truth of the gospel. Amen. Bible says, listen, shake the dust off your feet, amen, and move on. But pray for them. Pray that the Holy Spirit will move on their heart, that they step out in faith to receive God's word, amen. Listen, God's word is an awesome word. Verse 23 of the text lets us know that faith comes by hearing, amen. The word says that if anyone has ears to hear, to let them hear. Amen, somebody? Faith comes, church, by hearing. But it doesn't always come at the time that you hear it. Amen? It took a long time for the word to take root in some of us. Can I get a witness in here this morning? And I got to tell you, when, when that word came to me, and that seed was planted in me, it was planted in some rocky soil. Amen? Didn't want to hear it. But thank God over a period of time. Something happened to the soil. Praise God. The rocks were removed. The hard patches were softened. The soil of my heart was plowed. And at just the right time, when it looked like all was lost, and when it looked like there was no hope for me, a shoot pushed up. And I've never been the same ever since. Praise God. Amen. You know, verse 23, it's speaking to all of us, amen? It says, who has ears. That's everybody. Everybody got an ear, amen? And the word translated here means to understand. Y'all with me this morning? So if you have ears to hear it, then understand it, amen? And if you understand it, then share it with others, amen? Because the word of God is not intended to be hidden. It's intended to be shared and to be in the open. Amen. Now, verse 24 tells us this, to consider carefully what you hear. Amen. Listen to what it says. To consider carefully what you hear, he continued, with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And even more. Amen. That means that we got to stick to the truth of the scriptures. Amen. That the more you hear and understand the truth, the more truth will be revealed to you. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Amen. I hear you, Pastor. But what's required of me to hear and understand the gospel message? I'm glad that you asked. Amen. You know what you have to have, Pastor Paul? You have to have faith. Somebody say faith. In order to read and really understand the Bible, it requires faith. It takes faith to receive God's promises as they're revealed in the Bible. So watch this. So if you accept God's word by faith, he'll give you more grace to increase your faith. Amen. That's why it's important as you come to Bible study. You hear me pushing Bible study today. Amen. 11 o'clock on Wednesdays and 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Amen. 
if you accept God's word by faith, he will give you more grace to increase your faith. Amen. Now, listen to what Mark says in verse 25 of this text. Listen to what he says, verse 25, that whoever has will be given more. And whosoever does not have, does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Amen. All right. Now watch this. So now you're meditating on the word. And you memorize the word. And you stand on the word. And you let the Holy Spirit illuminate scripture in you. Amen. The Bible says if you do that, to you more will be given. But to those, and I believe even some who think they're saved, who disregard the word, those who are indifferent to God's word, and to them, whatever ability for understanding they have, the word says is going to be taken away from them. Amen? Church, the same applies to faith. If we step out in faith and act on the promises of God, our faith will increase. Does anybody desire to have your faith increase? Amen, somebody? We have to plant the seed. Bible says faith without works is what? Is dead. Amen. Saying that you believe that God is bringing a harvest without going out into the field means nothing. Amen. I was looking over in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. You know, that's the, the love chapter. Verse 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 and 2. It says this. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. This is charity, but I'm going to say love. I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not somebody say love, I am nothing, amen? What Paul is saying here, it coincides with what we just now talked about. To say the words of faith, but if you don't love the lost, enough to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them, then you know what you are? Just a, a clanging symbol. Amen? If you hear God's verse, the prophecy that God's given, and you understand the mysteries of all knowledge, amen, but without love, what good is it? Amen? If you have mustard seed faith that moves mountains and have not love, it amounts to nothing, church. Amen? Listen to what verse 26 says about it. He also said that this is what the kingdom of God is like, that a man scatters seed on the ground. Amen? A man scatters seed on the ground. We're getting back to sowing God's word again. And Jesus is talking about scattering. Amen? I just get the picture of somebody who's walking down a field somewhere or maybe in the mountains and he has a basket of seed and he's just tossing it here and there and it's going everywhere, all over the place. He's sowing abundantly so he can reap abundantly, amen? Because he's throwing seed everywhere. And just as a side note for us, sowing seed like that works better when the wind is blowing. Amen, somebody? How many of you know this morning that sowing spiritual seed works better when you allow the Holy Spirit to breathe upon it? Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 27 of the text lets us know, don't question the process. We get hung up 
on how it is that God is moving in people's lives. Listen to what the word says. It says, night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, that the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how it happens. Amen. Church, he's letting us know, listen, don't be worrying about and asking why. Don't ask why. Just sow the seed. Amen, somebody? You all remember what your mother and father told you to do when you were growing up? They said, don't ask why. Some of y'all got a little backhand somewhere along the way. You asked too many times. Amen. I've had it happen. And they'll tell you, just do what I told you to do. Amen. Listen to me. What I'm trying to tell you is this. You don't have to understand how the word of God goes out and never returns back void. You don't have to understand how it works. Amen. You don't have to understand how the Holy Spirit can convict one or 3,000 people of sin and bring them to the altar of repentance. Amen. You don't have to understand that. It isn't necessary for us to understand how salvation and justification and adoption or sanctification works. Amen. You just need to know that it does and go ahead and sow the word of God. Amen. And here's somebody. And whatever it is that you are doing for the Lord, be faithful with it. Amen. And if you are faithful with it, then more will be given. Amen. Because the full harvest is waiting for us. We're living in a time right now. How many of you know that we are living in end time scenario? Amen. Amen. If you can't see it, then you better start looking in your heart and what you understanding of what God's word is. Prophecy is being fulfilled before our very eyes every day. By the time you get home and turn on the news, you're going to see that something else has happened. Amen. That prophecy is being fulfilled. And so when you sow the seed for God, there's always then some residual effects that's going to take place. I want you to listen again what verse 29 says. It says, as soon as the grain is ripe, that he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. When the grain is ripe, that really means, church, that when a heart is softened enough to allow Jesus Christ in, he'll bring that person into him. Amen. It may be one person. It may be a group. It may be someone who's totally unchurched, or it may be someone who's been in church all their lives. Amen. The harvest requires the church to sow the seed and let the light shine. Amen. Church, I'm trying to tell you this morning that there is work involved. And you have to have faith. You have to believe what you are saying. Then expect that the harvest will come. Amen. Can I ask you all a question this morning? Are you ready to let your light shine? Are you really ready to let your light shine? Are you ready to keep planting in power? Are you ready to keep watering in faith? Are you ready to keep harvesting for the kingdom of God is at hand? Amen. Church, I want to tell you this morning, you can make a difference. Amen. You can make a difference. And when I think about the fact that you and I can make a difference, I think about Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And I'm so glad that Jesus came and made a difference in my life and in your life. Amen. I'm so glad that he sowed the seed by leaving heaven and coming to earth to lead a perfect life and to show us how to live for him. Amen. 
And what he did for us, church, he sowed the seed willingly by giving up his life on the cross and paying our sin debts in full, church. And so all I really want to do this morning is to give him thanks and to give him praise and to thank God for all of his blessings. Amen. And so when we look back over our lives and look at what the Lord has done for us, we need to give God praise and glory for being God all by himself. Let's give God some better praise than what you're going to give the eagles this afternoon. Amen. Let's give God praise and let's thank God for being a God who looks beyond our faults and he sees our needs. Let's give God praise and thank God for being God all by himself. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise. Stand with me this morning, church. Stand with me this morning. You can make a difference. You. Just point at somebody and tell them you can make a difference. You can make a difference. But you have to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. When I look back over my life and I think about all that the Lord has done for me, now I wasn't what folks say a bad, bad person, but I got some stuff in my life. Don't be looking at me funny because you do too. Amen in here, somebody. We have all sinned. And we have all fallen short. I said all. Somebody say all. Y'all looking at me like that don't mean you. But all. We have all sinned. All. We've all sinned. And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But I thank God that we have a God who looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. You know what I'm grateful and thankful for? I... You know, many times as we go through life, we wonder why we're even here and what difference that we're making in this world. When I look back and think about where I could have been, where I really should have been, all I can say is thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for getting something out of me. Amen. And even if the Lord calls now, and I know that my living has not been in vain. We need to do a self-examination of ourselves and ask ourselves, am I making a difference in this world for Christ? Not for self, but for Christ. And if you don't know him in the pardoning of your sins, if you don't know him and have received and accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now is the time to do so. To make a choice. To make a decision. To admit that that I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. Lord, come into my life. Come into my heart to make my life brand new. Amen. As our deacons, they're going down the aisle. They got their arms outstretched for you. If there's someone here and the Lord is speaking just to you today. And this word has touched you and your spirit. And you want to make a difference for Christ Jesus. If you want to surrender your heart and your life to him. Just come today just as you are. Amen. God will take care of the rest of it. For those of you who are listening by live stream. Amen. We thank God for you. We appreciate that you have joined in with us. But if the Lord has spoken to you today. 
and has given you a chance and an opportunity now to surrender your heart, do so. Reach out to us. Let us know. We'd be happy to disciple with you. Amen. Is there anyone here today? Lord is speaking to you. If you live in this community and you don't have a church home, everybody needs a church home. You need a covering in your life. Amen. You need a place where you can use your gifts, your talents, and give your treasures back that belong to the Lord anyway. Amen. If the Lord is speaking just to you, then just come today just as you are. Amen. You know what the Lord is leading on my heart today? Somebody stands in need of prayer. I want to invite you to come to the altar this morning if you stand in need of prayer. If the Lord is speaking to you in your heart, you desire prayer today, either for yourself or someone else, amen, if the Lord is speaking just to you, and you need prayer, then just come today, amen, amen. Just come in and we'll just fill in, amen. If you desire prayer today, the Lord is speaking just to you. Just come this morning, amen. As we look to the Lord in prayer, prayer changes and we need to ask him to invite him. Lord, let's move in as close as we can, amen, so that those in the back can, can come forward. All those who stand in need of prayer. We all really stand in need of prayer, whether we know it or not. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. For the blessings of this day. Lord, we thank you for these hearts and souls who have come this morning willingly through the rain that was falling, getting up early, Lord God, preparing themselves to come in and to worship you and to lift up your name and praise. God, somebody needs you more so now than what they've ever needed you before. God, we ask that you would just speak to hearts, open up their heart to you, God that they might be able to make a difference in this world by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, some are coming this morning for physical healing, some for spiritual healing, mental healing. Lord God, whatever it is, we know that you know all about it. You are acquainted with our ways. And Lord, speak to our hearts individually, Lord God, on what it is that we need to hear and receive from you. We believe today, God, by faith that you are able to overcome whatever obstacle that may be in our lives. And so we turn it over to you right now, God, to have your way to help us, God, to strengthen us, to encourage us, to let us know, Lord God, that we need you more so now than what we've ever needed you before. So bless in a way, God, that only you can. Touch in a way that only you can, God. Lift up in a way that only you can. Encourage in a way that only you can. We thank you for the word, Lord God, your son, Jesus Christ, for shedding his blood on Calvary's cross and paying our sin debts in full. God, we say thank you, Lord. We ask God as we leave this place that we don't leave the same way in which we come in. But, Lord, that we would leave this place rejoicing, giving you praise, thanking you in all things. Thank you for being our Father, our Lord, and our Savior. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that continues to reside in us even now, God, to lead us, guide us, and direct us. So, Father, we lift our hands to you and just say thank you, Lord, 
for all of your blessings. Help us, God, that we might be able to make a difference in this world. So we give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we give you the honor. Let us lift up the name of Jesus and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God that we serve. Come on, let's give God. What a mighty God.